Hey, are you up? Yeah, I know it's late as fuck, but I got some juicy shit to tell you. Think you can stay up and listen for a bit? Hello, I'm back with another episode. This week is episode two. And before we get into it, I wanted everyone listening to take a minute or so and ask yourself how you're doing. Um, This week has been kind of long, for me at least, and it's been kind of chaotic getting back into the swing of things before the new year and trying to um, better my routine. And so, yeah. (laughs) just like take a minute for yourself and check in i feel like the best thing that you can do is like whenever you're feeling overwhelmed is being present with yourself and just making sure that you're okay even if like you're going through negative emotions it's just identifying how you're feeling and not neglecting or trying to suppress um how you're feeling and all that so yeah I literally just woke up, um, like, 20 minutes ago. It's, like, 12 p.m. I normally don't wake up this late, but I don't know what happened. Last night, I went to I went to bed around, uh, I want to say, like, 1 or 2 a.m., and... Yeah, so we're, we're, we're having a late start today, and that's also what I wanted to talk about in today's episode, because I feel like what I'm going through right now is um, kind of a burnout, or like feeling like super down about things, or like I'm overwhelmed with it, like I have so much on my plate and all of that, and so... The title of this episode is Being the Family Disappointment because uh, when you're just like, you know, sleeping all day or when you like fall back and you get into this like pattern where you feel like you're not doing as much as you should be doing, it's easy to feel like you're you're a disappointment. (laughs) It's easy to feel like you're just a fucking burden because you're not performing as well as people expect you to perform and all that. So, so yeah, sorry if I sound a little groggy. <laughs> I literally just grabbed my computer and my mic and I just set it up in my bed and, and yeah, we're just, we're just going to get into this. Um, so some of my experiences with, uh, burnout is I, because I'm somebody who like hyper focuses a lot and somebody who gets super um into things i get so like i wouldn't say infatuated well yeah it's kind of like infatuation but i get super caught up in like new hobbies or even people and it gets to like a certain point where like i'm just so like i'm going at it and i'm like so in love and so uh kind of like enraptured in whatever i'm doing that there also becomes a certain point where I just become so overwhelmed by it and I'm like oh no (laughs) I'm like moving too fast and it gets kind of yeah it just it gets really overwhelming and so I'm also somebody who quits a lot because of that 
because I'm just moving so quickly and I'm like not I'm just going through the motions as fast as I can without even realizing it and I'm not really like I'm enjoying it but not like to an extent that like produces longevity I'm just like figuring out how to get things done figuring out how to move on to the next thing next thing and I'm really not present with myself when like going through things but um uh sorry (laughs) I like lost my train of thought um adding on to that I while I can be super like I wouldn't say flighty, but while I can be, like, super, like, all over the place sometimes with, like, you know, my passions or, like, whatever I want to do because I'm just, like, I feel like my mind is just such a, like, crazy place that it's difficult to focus on one thing. Uh, I also am, like, no matter how people see me in that way, I don't, like, I'm very, like, I'm I'm able to identify when, like, whatever I'm quitting or whatever I'm leaving isn't just because, like, I'm done with it or it's just, like, you know, oh, fuck this, like, I'm, I'm over it already. It's also from a place where I don't think that thing is, like, serving me anymore. Uh, sorry if you can hear my computer breathing. <laughs> She's kind of loud. Um, but, yeah, like, I'm somebody who I walk away when it's not when it's not serving me anymore and when it's not giving me the quality of life that I think that I deserve to have and I feel like uh people go through this all the time where when you leave something and you're trying to find something else that presents to you like that authenticity that you deserve and that you want you kind of go through this like period where you're just you're blank and it's really difficult to kind of get back on your feet again because it's you're just trying to um gauge what you want more out of life and that all that like takes a period of time and you just need to like I don't know like not do anything because uh you just like it's all in your head and it's really difficult to like do physical things if that's if that makes sense at least for me like I go through this very like liminal process where when I'm moving from one thing to the next, I just get, I just don't want to do anything because I feel like it clouds, it clouds, like, what am I trying to say? It, it clouds, like, that, like, me trying to move on to something that I genuinely enjoy, and it feels like, I don't want to be doing anything that's, like, like number one, either draining while I'm, like, trying to figure out my life, or to just do things to just like do it and like not feel any quality from that because like while I'm somebody that tries everything I can't put my energy everywhere and because once again putting my energy everywhere will just burn me out faster and I also feel like I have a very addictive personality so if I were to like (laughs) and I also get distracted a lot so if I get off track like that where I'm like trying to just fill a void instead of like actually trying to figure out what I want to do then you know I spiral even more so I rather I honestly rather feel like a burden to people and and uh quote-unquote burn out and sleep all day (laughs) 
to like kind of regenerate however like long I need to than give in to like a bunch of mindless um kind of situations or give into like a a lot of that mindless process of and just like do anything that like makes me feel temporarily good because a lot of the times when we're finding when we're like lost I guess like mentally and emotionally we latch on to all of these like negative coping mechanisms and all that especially when we're going through um super like tough times and trying to regain our footing we kind of just like latch on to whatever brings us comfort temporarily and a lot of the times it's not good things <laughs> and yeah it's it's about bringing when you're going through um burnout stages and all that when you're going through it it's about finding things that don't cause you to spiral in such a like bad way it's about finding things that bring you peace and bring you comfort but will bring you in the end will ultimately bring you back up and and and, and, yeah so okay (laughs) sorry i'm like i'm reading my notes um a big like decision back to like the whole burden feeling like a burden feeling like a failure um i went to college for a year and until i dropped out and i dropped out the biggest reason why i dropped out was because of covid and everything moved online and as a kinesthetic learner so somebody that needs to like be hands-on with things and needs to be there and in person i couldn't do it waking up at like 4 a.m to like sit in front of my computer all day for hours at a time for something that needed to be hands-on was like incredibly difficult for me and I, I couldn't do it which is incredibly funny now because like I'm pursuing writing and all I do is sit in front of a computer but uh I think like I get to you know have my space where I journal and all that and create an environment that will like optimize my writing and all that so it's completely different but uh sidetrack (laughs) I also when I dropped out it felt like I kind of failed at life and even though it was because COVID happened and I couldn't my family and I couldn't justify paying sorry we couldn't justify paying that amount of money for me to continue my education because especially for something that like I already know that I wouldn't be able to focus in in a way that would like I would get the most out of this experience it still felt like I fucked up or like damn like I couldn't I couldn't go through the one thing that most parents expect their children to go through once they finish high school And so it was definitely, like, a moment where I was questioning, like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Because, and on top of that, I went to a college preparatory school, a, like, you know, kindergarten through 12th grade. And so it was kind of, like, a setback for me because I felt like, 
oh damn every other like high school classmate that I know is thriving in college or they're like having their experiences and I'm sitting at home trying to figure out how the fuck I'm going to make a living now which you know it was a it was it was kind of a nice head start to have is to like have these four years or these three years to myself where I can figure out things without having to wake up and go to classes and all that shit so um, that was like definitely a an upside to it but socially it just felt like I I I was the failure I was the person that fell back and couldn't I didn't I wasn't capable enough to be able to move through three or four years of college fully and once again it like spiraled into this thing we're like oh Kristen just quit oh sorry Kristen's my real name my alias I go by K but you know if you're confused like why is this bitch calling herself Kristen um my real name is Kristen (laughs) anyway everybody I felt like everybody was like yeah why is like oh look at her she's just doing what she does and ultimately because of that like outside like all of that external bullshit I internalized it and I fell into like another spiral and I fell into another like depression until um I (laughs) made I had a business and mid-pandemic where I had a I started a jewelry business and this was just me figuring out this is one of those things where like I in I had or sorry I'm like stuttering a lot but I'm I came up with a bunch of business plans and a bunch of things that would help me further like me focusing on my art and me um kind of just like moving forward in a way that will help me find that like authenticity that I want and will help me make a living (laughs) and so I started a jewelry business uh in the beginning of when I made my writing account I kind of promoted my business on there a little bit so if you remember my business was called Love Ui or Love Uilani which is a Hawaiian name it's my middle name and it was centered around this like it was kind of it was centered around like spirituality and was really <clears throat> in touch with my indigenous roots and just creating an environment that was about comfort and was about like enlightenment and peace and bringing you back to yourself and all that and i gen i loved it because i felt like oh my gosh this is super in touch with my values this is super super or super aligned with my values and super like on the track of me being able to just create and share with people and all that anyway (laughs) it got to a point where I felt like I lost that authenticity because this is obviously going to sound like super um kind of like from my ego because everybody's obviously you know at a point in their life at certain points in their life but and you can't like control how other people respond but this is also at the height of like when tiktok was (laughs) going through like i guess like they're going through a spiritual high and everybody was going on their spiritual journeys and it but it wasn't organically it was kind of just a trend which was like 
very like disheartening because as an indigenous person or really as anybody who follows spirituality or has their own like goes on their own journey it's really hard to see people just take you as a joke or see or have people just you know buy from you or um kind of be in your space in a very superficial way or kind of just like in a way where like they don't respect you and like your values and what you're trying to do and that's kind of what what my business felt like it was turning into is because like people weren't seeing it as they were just seeing it as like oh she's making jewelry (laughs) but they weren't seeing it as like for my values which is like also kind of understandable because um towards the end it got kind of messy because I kind of like burnt out from like all the orders that I was doing and also well not just that it was kind of just like I felt I like lost myself for a bit because I felt like nobody was really understanding me and understanding where I was trying to come from and that's I feel like that's like a very another thing like about burnout that people don't talk about is like when you're trying really hard to do something and you're like literally working your ass off for something and somebody doesn't take you seriously like I feel like you just get to a certain point where you're just like oh fuck this and then you you spiral and that's kind of what happened to me with with that business and I feel like a lot of my burnout comes from people like not having empathy or like not allowing me to have a space where I can explain myself and I obviously have gotten to the point now where not everybody is going to either jive with what you're saying or not everybody is going it has like the capacity to understand what you're saying or to uh take you into account and like create a space for you but at the moment it was like kind of hurtful and just like why do I have to take everybody else into account and always be there for other people but whenever I'm struggling or whenever I'm trying to explain myself and um bring attention to certain things or just like say how I'm feeling while I'm going through this like moment of figuring out like or coming back to myself and trying to understand who I am and figuring out how to keep myself up (laughs) and like nobody's hearing me out especially like like when I'm like actually struggling because it feels like everybody else has their footing and I don't and so that also applies to like relationships and stuff where if you're not getting like not just you trying to figure out your um, passions in life and all that but relationships that where people are energy vampires and people are just like trying to they're like moving past you and not really understanding how you're feeling and they're not checking in on you and again not everybody has the capacity to like create that space for you but uh you also have the right to walk away from that and to find people or even just be on your own and and be your own supporter (laughs) um sorry I feel like I definitely went off track there but 
this kind of like when I quit okay back to like the jewelry business thing when I quit my jewelry business I really went into this like maybe like two month three month um depression and I, I lost a lot of friends during that period like couldn't even answer and this is one of the things where like you know this is also they don't talk about in burnout is like when you burn out or like when you feel like you're failing and when you like are totally fucking like gone you you check out like at least for me like i check out completely i don't want to check my texts i don't want to go on social media i don't even want to be around my family like literally lock my door uh fucking grab the biggest blanket i have and just sleep all day and honestly that's why my spotify <laughs> my spotify wrapped is like a hundred hundred thousand minutes of listening is because i went through so many episodes where i'm just like lying in bed just listening to music and anyway um and yeah like i went through that spiral again that like really like a dark depression episode and all that which is like really sad because it was during the winter months and i love the winter months but uh i was just trying to figure out like what's the next step now because i don't have this anymore i'm not bringing an income i you know months are going by and i don't i'm technically unstable like even though i am privileged enough to be able to fall back on my family and they can you know have a roof over my head and all that in the long run and long term wise I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) I need to be able to provide for myself and all that. And so, and this was also, okay, so fast forward, this was also at the time where I started writing Muse. Uh, It was around December or January when I started writing Muse, and I was doing it as, this is one of those things where, this is like more of a coping mechanism for me where and it wasn't actually me trying to pursue writing it was just uh i wanted an outlet and i ended up posting that to the famous wattpad the famous orange app (laughs) and um i also started to post my work on tiktok and all that and well i got banned from that account now (laughs) but it went viral and i started getting reads on my on Wattpad and on my story and I think right now Muse is almost at 2 million reads which is like really insane to me um and right now just like a little update I've just been like super like while I'm currently going through a through a burnout um like a mini one I also have been planning a lot for my writing and have been moving forward and figuring out how to uh push myself in a positive way (laughs) and in an upward pattern but yeah I found something that like the reason why it was that it's a coping mechanism is because writing genuinely allows me to be myself and to find the authenticity and to uh to just be me and allows me to be honest and um people with writing people I feel like, you know, while you can interpret it 
many many ways you can interpret so many stories in different ways i feel like when i'm able to just create a reality that i romanticize or that i feel like that really align with my values for example muse is a is a romance based on bdsm and an art and you know i'm super sex positive and it's about like creating spaces where people feel comfortable enough to read and talk about these things um that stuff translates and and yeah even though it's a fictional it's a fictional story uh i've gotten so many comments where people say that they feel so much comfort in reading muse and and it's helped them kind of come into themselves and who they are and so like that's like that's right there that's what i want like that's all i have ever wanted when creating or sharing my work is creating spaces for people where they can exist unapologetically because i didn't always have that space and and so yeah (laughs) we were just we're just figuring out how to move this like passion of mine forward but anyway that was kind of like a you know it takes time to find your passion but you will find it uh but kind of like moving back to failure muse is like a really big success for me even though it's not published in any way and it's one of those small victories which i'll talk about later in this episode but um how i wanted to relate this to kind of the whole point that i'm trying to make in um overall is success and failure are subjective to the individual there are people that I know who are like looking at me and my writing and they're being like oh this is what she's doing now this is like like everything else failed failed so she's like this is what she's trying to do and you know people people will talk people will that's all people can't like have like that they can do is talk shit and (laughs) all like the the capacity that they hold is just you know talking shit and being rude and you know that's whatever but that's their version of failure that's not mine my uh like i said muse is a very big victory to me and while it's still work in progress i wrote a fucking book like regardless of if it's the first draft i finished a story and that's a really big like deal (laughs) and so it's important to understand that success and failure are both constructs and like i said it's subjected to the individual and it's not by society fail for me failure is about learning it's about taking you know whatever your mistake is and analyzing it for whatever it is seeing like if it's something that can be reversed and if it's irreversible kind of what you can do is like make a list or journal whatever or keep just keep it in the back of your head of like you know where did i go wrong and how can i move forward from this we we dwell a lot and you know sometimes it's good to dwell sometimes it's like important to feel those negative emotions or whatever um shame or judgment you might be feeling on yourself for quote-unquote fucking up but I think it's it's also important to kind of take a deep breath, take a step back and look at the situation from from afar instead of being so like caught up in it and overwhelmed by it because 
I feel like a lot of us, especially with anxiety, can be super, um, we can just keep scratching at it until it, like, eventually, like, tumbles into something a lot worse, and so, yeah, I think, you know, taking a deep breath is really important, (laughs) taking deep breaths and, um, removing yourself from the situation real quick, and, analyzing it for what it is and then figuring out how to move on from that and also reminding yourself that you know you're fucking human you're not a robot and we make mistakes uh it can seem very repetitive and cheesy because people say that shit all the time but you we shit happens and if there it's important to forgive yourself and like when you are able to and um if nobody else can create a space for you where you can just like you know mope around or just like give you that advice and give you that space to kind of regenerate then you create that space yourself you figure out how you can come back from this and and move forward and one of the so like one of the best things i wrote it here but one of the best things you can do is choosing your battles in a way that'll help you move forward and know when it's like either a really big deal and when it needs you need to take time to process it and take time to move through it and when it's something that you can just kind of you know go through it for a few minutes or how or like you know however long and just move it like push it along throw it away kind of move right past it type of thing and overall just like understanding that not every fail is a loss uh, I think every time we because of like the socially deemed and um definition of what failure is it's important to understand that it's not inherently negative and whenever you have like a fail that other people are like you have a situation that other people will look at it and be like oh, you fucked up, like, you shouldn't always, you personally, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, it matters how you're, you're affected, and obviously if anybody else is involved, but if it's just affecting you, then figure out how that, like, what kind of emotions that brings to your life, and what kind of quality it brings to your life, because sometimes when I fail um it was for a reason (laughs) and it's because that thing wasn't serving me anymore and I just needed to move on from it so yeah identifying that is super super important I think oh my gosh we're at 30 minutes already I feel like this entire episode is just me fucking rambling about my life uh moving on another thing that I feel kills us is comparison and saying that people are doing so much better than you, saying, oh my gosh, they're doing bigger things than me, they're performing so much better, their life is so lavish, their life is this, is that, whatever the case may be, I, that kills you. I feel like that can, that completely drains your energy, and I've, the culture nowadays is to do, is all about comparison, it's all about, you know, being on social media and comparing yourself to the next person, next um, IG baddie or influencer, uh, whoever, and kind of just, like, giving into, I saw this TikTok that was, like, (laughs) 
ironically <laughs> i saw this tiktok that was like we shouldn't know this many people or we shouldn't see this many like attractive people which is like so true because we're so like what's the word <laughs> we're overwhelmed like we're so we're burnt out in in like in a way that like we're taking in so much personality from everybody that it's like difficult to step back and look at yourself because and like that's like another part of comparison it's like you're just so like immersed in what everybody else is doing that it's difficult to um see yourself through your own eyes instead of feeling like you're gazing through everybody else's perception which perception is such a big deal when figuring out how to navigate your burnout because again burnout all the time while it's overworking yourself it's also i feel like you spiral even more because people expect a certain thing out of you and uh perception is everything especially like stemming from like your own parents looking at you a certain way and expecting you to do something instead of like you know lying in bed all the time or whatever and when you're able to rework that and center things around yourself rather than everybody else and like in internalize all what they're projecting onto you and just learning to see yourself look in the mirror and see yourself from your own eyes and you know your own mind rather than everybody else's ideas and all that I feel that's when you can feel super liberated in who you are and and move forward but oh my god sorry I just got close to the mic <laughs> uh yeah Believing in yourself enough to know that nobody else can tell you differently is, that's like freedom. Um, If I continue to, like obviously I still struggle now and then with feeling like if I post a certain thing or if I'm doing like whatever, I feel like there's always somebody out there who is like trying to see me fail or is trying to it's just like watching me and waiting for me to slip because like that's like how it's always been but if i continue to if i continue to give into that kind of feeling all the time and just like you know over and over again fall back on myself and like kind of like have a self-hatred for myself and all that um i wouldn't be where i am right now i wouldn't be figuring out like how to pursue my passions and I wouldn't be able to pursue my passions I wouldn't be able to um kind of just like exist unapologetically and to move forward in a way that like will actually bring me that that genuinity genuinity (laughs) that authenticity and (laughs) won't like it wouldn't present to me the life that again than I deserve because I I used to be just I remember like being so caught up because that was like the culture growing up especially like um, me and my friend talk about this all the time is her and I went to I feel like any person of color or you know any indigenous person anybody who's not white can relate to this where we're growing up like growing up in places that are predominantly white and it's really difficult to because it feels like nobody understands you and it feels like people isolate you 
and it feels like nobody wants to hear you out. And so her and I have experienced a lot of that where, you know, people just shut us down or they look at us like we're psychos or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, I feel like we were super vibrant in high school and people always tried, people tried to drive us out. (laughs) People tried to like, I just always felt eyes on me and I always felt like people were looking at us as if we're just fucking weirdos and, 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 and yeah. So, but now her and I, you know, we're thriving, we're living, we're doing things, we're getting shit done. So obviously it's easier said than done to rework the way that you see yourself, especially if it's just like years of you kind of self-hating and kind of bothered or like changed by like feeling like you have to change per society and all that i saw this thing the other day which i was like oh my god i I really i really like that it was like it's not about finding like figuring out who you are there's no such thing as figuring out who you are i think um it said something sorry i'm like blanking it was like we're so programmed by everyone around us and by the culture and by society and all that that it's difficult for us to make our own decisions and it's difficult for us to come into ourselves organically because we're just so, like, trashed. (laughs) We're just so, like, immersed in what everybody else is doing that we're, like, we're just molding and... It's not about, like, obviously it's not about having an individual complex, but it's about um, just, like, making sure that you're living organically and back to, like, everything just goes back to authenticity, honestly. It's just about being able to make sure that you're not clouded by somebody else and what they're doing and whatever label that they have for you. Because this this society loves labels. <laughs> I've never felt the need to um, identify as something or like to really give in to that nature, that like social nature of, you know, saying, hi, I am this, I am that. I, <laughs> I don't want to be perceived. <laughs> no, but like truthfully, like I just, life is so... There's so much and there's so much going on in life that it's like, you know, I don't think I was meant to be one thing. And and yeah. So when you can like allow yourself to just just be organic and to live organically and to um just live in your truth rather than feeling like you need to adapt to everybody else. Again, I feel like that can be super liberating. Okay, we're at like 38 minutes. I don't want this to be too long. Uh, Some tips that I have. These are some some things that I do to kind of like maintain my version of success or like my definition of success and just like ignore everybody else who's like trying to like bring more negative energy into my life and all that is celebrating the small victories. Um, I talked about this briefly before, but Muse is considered, like, because it's not super published, it could be considered a small victory. But um, small victories can be anything, you know, you know, just from you waking up in the morning to 
for people who experience like heavy depression it could be like you brushing your teeth or showering or getting your like hygiene together and all that or like just like figuring a routine that works for you uh celebrating small victories can be you know you went outside today a small did you hear my stomach grumble (laughs) i hope not uh a small victory for me recently because covid has like basically reversed my uh kind of extroverted uh personality and i've just been super super into being by myself and being alone or honestly maybe i was always introverted and anyway (laughs) uh a small victory of mine has been being able to walk to the mailbox to get my mail literally my mailbox is mm, there's my garage and then there's the mailbox (laughs) like right in the front uh it's been difficult like people don't realize that like or people without anxiety don't really realize to the extent that people with anxiety like how badly they have it and how difficult it is to even see your closest friends and to and especially when you're going through a burnout or where you're feeling like people aren't seeing you like succeed in their way it's really difficult to keep moving forward in an upward pattern and and so yeah just being able to identify whenever things make you feel good and whenever you feel like you have like reached a mini milestone in your life hold on to that those are the things the i feel like uh or i've come across a lot of people who are just like super like no we have to get this done and you know a lot of that comes from like survival and like you know capitalism (laughs) but uh those people who are just like you have to get things done you have to just you know have the drive you just have to keep moving forward which to some degree dive some for some certain things like diving in yeah that's like the greatest thing you can do but for a lot of us um when you need to just ha- find that bit of stability first before you can do the things where you can dive doing all the baby steps is like incredibly important and having all the small things or like and building like building those small things up into a bigger thing is like feel like the greatest step of all <laughs> or it's like at least something that has helped me a lot like just for example i have a cork board with, with like all these calendars for all my routines and just like planning out like little things here and there that can help me move forward and um get me back on track like I have a lot of checklists and you know having to-do lists for yourself in the day where what are some things that I can sorry I just burp <laughs> uh what are like things that I can get done today whether it's small or big and can help me basically like reacclimate to life if I haven't been super up for life recently and all that um another thing is to listen to your intuition I your intuition is everything uh this also this is like the thing that it goes back to authenticity and making decisions for yourself that you feel are super genuine and in touch with who you are because of like you know social culture and all that in society it's easy to make decisions and fall into patterns that other people think are good for you and other people that or other people make for themselves that you think is good for you 
So just like really analyzing a situation and seeing in what ways it'll benefit, like, yeah, it will benefit you the most and what kind of emotions does it bring you, negative, positive, and all that. Um, and yeah, if you're going through a burnout, like, don't, don't always like feel like you have to force yourself out of it right away. You know, the small victories definitely help with you moving, moving back into uh, stability and a routine and all that, but, and like being able to discipline yourself. But if you need to rest, you need to rest. You can't listen to your body uh, and listen to kind of gauge where you are if you're like able enough to, you know, (laughs) perform at a regular or normal level. If you just have to, if you have to just chill, just chill. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, what else? For me, <clears throat> having something that I look forward to every... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just dropped my phone. Having something to look forward to every day is what keeps me going. Is like having that routine for myself. And whenever I go to sleep at night, I'm the next morning, if I like... I try and have something planned for myself that I can do that, you know, brings me, kind of, like, softens me out for the day or, like, kind of chills me out for the day, mellows me out, brings me that, like, sense of peace instead of, as, like, (laughs) I'm somebody who gets triggered very easily by a lot of things, so, um, just, like, having a hobby or having a, like, maybe you're doing, like, a five minute meditation or journaling or you know whatever whatever the case may be mine is like I love stretching in the morning and doing like a little bit of yoga and kind of tapping into that to just me and being like present before I start my day because if I don't have that like those few minutes of solitude then throughout the day I'm just like so on edge and I feel like I I constantly am moving and I I I'm just like, oh, I have to get this done, I have to get this done, I have to get this done. But when you can, like, every task that you do, and just, like, do the task in that moment rather than being like, I have to get this done and then move on to the next. I feel like um, it softens you out a bit. It, it, it brings you more fulfillment. And that goes, that goes hand in hand with celebrating small victories. So, yeah, just, like, having something you can look forward to every day, whether that be breakfast, going outside, working on a project, um, you know, watering your plants, <laughs> showering, uh, really, really anything. It could be anything. Whatever, you know, figure out what your hobbies are, figure out what gauges or what makes you, what brings you the most peace and all that. Also, creating an environment for yourself that you enjoy being in. Uh, for a really long time, I felt like I couldn't, every environment that I've been in, like, you know, whether it be, like, away from home or, like, at college, even sometimes at home, it can feel super overwhelming, but just creating a space for yourself where you can be in, and it's just you, that's not clouded by people, what they think of you, their, their, like, decisions, you know, all those things, a space that is strictly yours to exist in any way that you need to, and for you to feel any way that you need to, um, for me, it's my room, (laughs) I, all year, especially this year, I've basically created a space for myself where I can, that optimizes growth and 
allows me to continue healing from you know all the all these past like traumas and all of that and allows me to just be in my own mind and feel (laughs) uh it just like it allows me a, a time to just be alone and be in my own head and all that so creating what else did I have on here sorry um yeah I find that like when I get super overwhelmed it's because my foundation isn't stable and I don't like have anywhere that I can kind of fall back to or kind of um lean against as like a crutch and so wherever wherever you can make that space it's I think it's really beneficial to have it whether it's like you know when when you're showering you know the bathroom your backyard outside the beach which even the beach (laughs) find a place that's just yours you know or creating a space in your space in your room where you know you have a desk or you know your floor um having a corner where you can just sit there and read or write whatever you need to do to um come back to yourself i feel it can just be super important especially when you're going through maybe like something super depressing or it just going through the motions and you're feeling lots of things and it allows you to kind of balance yourself out for a minute and is not so clouded by everybody else's thoughts and voices and all that. Uh, this is the last thing. <laughs> um, the biggest thing, which is like I asked in the beginning, was for everybody to, if you've made it this far in the episode, thank you for listening and thank you for being here. Uh, in the beginning, I asked everyone to be present with themselves and to take a minute to ask them, ask you how you are or ask yourselves how you are and how you're doing and, you know, identify what your feelings are. And obviously, this goes hand in hand with creating that environment for yourself, uh, having a routine, everything I basically talked about the entire episode, but just being present with yourself and, um, and yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it <laughs> being present with yourself and really seeing yourself for who you are and not yeah not seeing yourself from anybody else's eyes except your own breathe take a minute to breathe just like come into yourself it doesn't have to be a super i know like for some people meditating can be super difficult because we're always overthinking but even then like whenever you're overthinking it's nice to just take a minute to be still like even with the overthinking thoughts just to like close your door wherever you can go you know remove yourself from like any like high emotion um situations for the moment and just like close your eyes and you know feel it all cry if you need to laugh you know whatever 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 emotion that you need to like let out don't feel like you need to moving on from like when you need to get out of like certain ruts and all that um the best thing you can do is like kind of detox yourself well not really detox but like allow yourself to go through every single emotion that you need to go through instead of like repressing it and all that and then we've come full circle to authenticity um that's really the biggest thing for me just figuring out i feel like i have repeated myself so many times this episode (laughs) 
but just making sure that what you're doing benefits you the most and you know just basically treats you treats you the way that you deserve every decision that you're making if you are sleeping all day you you're you know society's version of lazy <laughs> um just make decisions that you feel will help move you forward regardless of what anybody else is thinking you know my decision today was that i needed to rest i needed to sleep in until 12 p.m and you know obviously there's gonna be people <laughs> my family members <laughs> who sometimes they'll be like oh my god you're sleeping in so late and you know shit happens but i needed that i needed that rest for me to regenerate and 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 all that good stuff it's just important to remember that you know do you even if you feel there are people around you who don't support you or don't always support you i think no, I support you. I think hearing that, that somebody supports you. And also, like, keep in mind that you support yourself. Don't allow yourself to, don't fall on yourself. I think create a foundation where you are stable enough on your own and um, can love yourself enough to just, like, make decisions for yourself that really grant you, and grant you freedom and grant you liberation from from how other people have treated you before or see you or expect you to act and all of that and yeah i think that's all i have for this episode and we're at 53 minutes um next week's episode we're gonna give a little sneak peek i'm gonna talk about queer identities i think i yeah, we're going to get into sexuality, like your sexuality, how you identify, again, with the labels and feeling like, you know, you know, anxiety over how you need to identify and who you need to love and all those things and more social constructs. Uh, but, you know, if you've made it this far in the episode, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for allowing me to rant and ramble in every single way. <laughs> um, I hope you're having an amazing day, night, morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time of day, wherever you are. Uh, and I'll see you in the next one. I love you. Bye bye. Mwah.